Hello and welcome back to episode three. No, welcome back to Brain Fart, episode three. And uh, yeah, I got a lot to tell you today. Um, I'm also excited because we made it to episode three. You know, we made it third week. You know, it's going good. Uh, a little late, but we're we're just trying to figure out the schedule. And work has been busy, and I work overnight, so it's okay. And uh, that's fine. So, uh, what do I want to talk about today? I'm okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about all this stuff I wrote down later. Uh, what I want to talk about today is yesterday I had uh, the great opportunity to go and um, see a concert, and so the first real big concert I've been to like um, We Day, which was. Uh, like, you know, it's like a sort of a, con- a conference, a conference, like speaking, but concert style place. There's a lot like there are bands there, but they only play really like one or two songs. And, you know, it's not really a concert. I went to like my full first fully fledged concert. Um, and uh, it was <laughs> Jennifer Lopez is who I saw in Montreal. And it was it was pretty fun. Had a lot of fun going there. Had a lot of fun. um seeing her perform and i wish i knew more jennifer lopez songs because she was uh phenomenal uh and her voice just like like live voice is a lot better than a lot of people that i've heard on uh live things so you know that that was awesome um definitely really talented and she also does like crazy dances while she's uh while she's performing and it's really cool and it's a lot of fun and i had a lot of fun and uh I'm going to see the Jonas Brothers, you know, the the rebooted Jonas Brothers uh, in November, I think. So so I'm excited about that now. Uh, and I'll definitely be listening to more of Jonas Brothers songs before I go. Because I wish I did. But uh, I was going to listen to those songs before the concert and I fell asleep. Uh, because I was tired. Because yesterday I only got three hours of sleep. So that's okay. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, so on the on the way back from the concert, because the concert ended at like, gonna say around eleven thirty, almost twelve, and um, by the time we got out of Montreal, it was like twelve thirty. It's about a two hour drive. Um, I was driving and I hit her, I hit a baby raccoon. <laughs> I hit a baby raccoon. And, um, I've, I think I've hit, I've hit animals before while driving, but like smaller animals, like possums and stuff. A raccoon, I don't know. Okay. They're, they're terrible, right? Like raccoons go through garbage and shit, but, um, my heart was racing. It was, it was, um, you know, it's like pitch black, high beams on, but you're going on the highway. Why, why are raccoons crossing the highway? Yeah, it's just like a raccoon and then like four or five babies like it was like the mom and the four babies and uh yeah not happy also sound is a little different i am trying out a new mic setup i'm trying to work towards finding a better setup i think next time i'm gonna like right now i'm recording off an ipad uh but uh i'm going to move back to recording on the computer uh so i can play with sound levels a little bit more uh and i'm gonna use my my like my headset 
uh, right now I'm just kind of using the uh, like a small like a small mic attachment uh, and I'm and I don't know how the quality of the thing is also it's a million degrees and it's thunderstorming so if you hear some thunderstorms in the background that's it and if you hear the fans in the background that's it because I'm hot <clears throat> and I have to burp and I burped I burped while I said I'm hot and that's okay but you know what's not okay? Hitting baby raccoons. And I did it, and I feel sorry. And I'm, and you know what? I don't understand why animals have to cross roads. Well, I do get it, but like you know, because you know, like you know, they build roads and their their habitats are ruined. There's no proper way for them to cross, and they're not gonna take any of those artificial crossings that man makes. You know, even if we made them, so they cross the roads. But, uh, yeah, I felt really bad. Definitely killed at least one raccoon. Um, and it, it was definitely the baby raccoon. So, I feel, I feel a little bad. Because, you know, we come, these aren't even the, these aren't even the bad raccoons. They're in the middle of nowhere. They're just hanging out, living their life, crossing a road, and boom. Talk came out of nowhere, he's a murderer. And that's, uh, that's what, that's what happened. And, uh. You know, like, later on down the road, I, I end up running over a, a dead raccoon. And, uh, you know, felt felt bad, you know, felt bad about the dead one. But, you know, it's okay. It's dead. The other one, not so much. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I was, I was, like, pretty shook up after that. Um, if you ever hit, like, a, if you ever hit, like, something living... I don't know. It's weird. I don't want to talk about it too much because I know it's a little graphic and whatever. But, um, like, it's not like hitting something dead. Because when you hit something dead, it's like a bump. It's like a rock. It's something alive. It's something weird about it, you know? Um, yeah, and my heart, my heart was pounding for a good, like, four to five minutes. Uh, my girlfriend almost cried. And, uh, you know, like, you know, it's, it's just how life is sometimes. Um, but yeah, okay, so let's, let's jump into what I, what I had planned, because, uh, you know, I want to, okay, I'm just going to fix this mic a little, okay, so, um, what I had planned to talk about today is, uh, about, uh, the theme of apocalypse, and, um, so, uh, if you, you know, the like end of the world, right, like, you know, uh, cataclysmic events, right, the end of a species, apocalypse, um, and actually, it was it was interesting when I was doing my research for this. I didn't think the word apocalypse uh, meant anything other than like you know biblical end times, you know Islamic end times, right? Like it's a word for end of times, end of like end of an era. So I thought even you know like the weirdest definitions all gonna be about like the ending of eras. But it actually um, the Greek word means uh revelation or the unveiling of things that were previously unknown and and that's and that's interesting right like that's a that's an interesting way to think about it because when you think apocalypse you think end of the world you have all those movies you think of all the tv shows um but in a way you know zombie apocalypse you're uh, learning about zombies <laughs> um uh like you know uh earthquake you know this it's a crazy earthquake that takes a you know whatever that's the unveiling of, of of new things right that were previously unknown 
Um, and uh, so, it, so it is a good definition, but I, I, I think of apocalypse more as like a, um, you know, the religious undertone of like, this is the end of times, or this is the end of eras, you know, like there's an apocalypse for the dinosaurs when uh, the meteor hit, right? Or supposedly, apparently. Right? <laughs> I say that because I don't want to trigger anyone who doesn't. Um, and I want to feel, be respectful of uh, everyone's uh, religious uh, backgrounds. But I really don't, I, like, I don't really care. But, <laughs> okay, so I, the respect out the window. It's gone. <clears throat> anyway, so I, so the religious undertones are the first thing that you see happen. Um, recently, I watched, like, The Da Vinci Code, and I know that's a terrible way to talk about religion. And, uh, you know, a lot of it's, you know, it's a story, but, um, they have a lot of times where they're, you know, they're people, certain individuals trying to, um, make a, a sort of apocalypse happen for a people. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's interesting, interesting, uh, that the, that religion kind of tackles that. And, uh, I think that religion tackles it because you, you know, all the, different religions way of describing the end of times on earth is like you know it's it's very it's very strange it's very new it's a revelation right it's like it's not something that it's it's something that will happen that is not expected right that's like that's kind of the the premise right there'll be signs but you know you never know like you know like a lot of a lot of people are are like you know doomsayers and predict the future and like oh this is when everything's gonna end blah blah blah, um, uh, and uh, you know sometimes it can be misinterpreted. Good example of that is uh, if you haven't seen the movie two thousand twelve, um, you should see it. Uh, it's a great example of misinterpreting that because it's a uh, basically a movie about um, the year twenty twelve. And uh, I can find the exact date, but like basically the, the the Mayans decided that they were gonna make their calendar up until uh, twenty twelve, but you know people you know being dumb reading into everything you know and trying to understand it, um, they thought oh Mayans are predicting that we won't be alive because their calendar ends at this date. And that is, you know, death, right? Like, that is that is the last day and, and blah, blah, blah. And so they're actually, it was, it's around, it was around my sister's birthday. So I think um, I remember we were, like, kind of, like, waiting for something to happen. Nothing ever happened, of course. Um, and, uh, yeah. So uh, 2012 is a good movie. It's a good movie. It came out in 2009. So it's, like, a little old. But uh, it's a good movie to kind of, it, like illustrates that um apocalypse scenario that's like typical of what we kind of expect all hell breaks loose um and you know what it's it's uh it's a pretty interesting story and it's an interesting story because like you know it also talks about like how if something like that were to happen the that some people are prepared and some people are not prepared and how some people's preparations might take them and, and everybody's journeys in life. I don't want to spoil it too much, but um, it's a phenomenal movie. You should go see it. Uh, you've had 10 years, so, you know, go do it. Uh, and uh, it's on Amazon 
Prime Video, if you were wondering. Uh, and yeah, so so just kind of rounding that off, um, and like connecting to my next point, um, those themes of like fire, flood, earthquake, and like just disasters in general, um, has actually been something that uh, I I I have. Um, maybe I should give some more backgrounds. So, I have a lot of dreams, and I have dreams that are pretty crazy. Um, and the reason why I say that is because when I ask other people about their dreams, they're like, a lot of times they don't remember what they are or, like, you know, how that works or whatever. Like, you know, like, they're like, like, oh, yeah, I had a dream. Or, like, they remember, they remember small details. And, um, so the difference is, is I have dreams and I remember, like, like, everything. Like, like, I'll have a whole... A dream and remember full scenarios like full the whole thing and what's scary is that um when I was little I used to get very very vivid very real looking dreams and um I had this like uh it's gonna sound crazy but like I, I had this like idea that we like I couldn't tell what was real and what wasn't and, uh, the reason is, is because in my dreams would start like I was waking up from like, you know, a regular, regular old thing. I woke up and, you know, it didn't like brush my teeth, made my bed, whatever. Maybe that's, I mean, maybe you should have known that. I don't, I don't make my bed. Uh, but you know, like, like they would start off very real and you would feel like, like, you know, you touch things, you'd feel that. I don't know. It was weird. And um, I had a very hard time determining what was real or fake. And oftentimes in my dreams, it would be like one thing that gave it away. One person acting funny or like one weird thing that I caught out of like out of sync. Um, and yeah, so I struggled with that because uh, it, like, you know, it's it's hard to know what's real and what's not when when those things are happening, um, so yeah, that's, that's how, um, that's how I dream, and I've been dreaming like that for a long time, and, uh, when I get, when I get those vivid dreams, which is usually pretty much every night, um, it's like, again, like, living out a whole day in your dream, and then not only, like, living it out, but, like, like, feeling like you've lived out that day, and, um, so yeah, so I had, so like, you know, imagine having a bad dream, but like it feeling very real. So I've had those scenarios where like, you know, a big fire happened in my apartment blew, like, like, you know, like my whole apartment building burnt down and all my stuff was gone. And like, you know, I had like the thing where, uh, there's a giant earthquake and a, and like a, a super flood, right? Like a flood, um, and you know, like I'm floating on top of a piece of wood and like, I, I, the thing is, is like when you have those dreams, a lot of times people remember like small details. I remember each and every piece of what I, um, experience like a regular day. Like, you know, like, like I'll forget details, but like, it feels like, you know, forgetting details, like smaller details. Like, you know, I don't remember what I had for breakfast last 
yesterday morning. And so, like, you know, like, stuff like that. So, like, you forget, like, the minor details, but it feels like real memory. Um, and, yeah, so that, so that sensation is really weird. And a lot, not a lot of people um, deal, like, would deal with that. And so um, when I'd have these dreams about, like, that they're so vivid and stuff, um, it would be really scary. And I'm genuinely terrified. Um, but I also saw how I react in those situations and, uh, yeah. So, um, the reason why I want to talk about apocalypse is because I love apocalyptic scenarios and apocalyptic like things. Um, and I don't know why, but I've always been fascinated with it. And I've always found that, um, that has been an area of interest for me where I've enjoyed learning about those things and, um, understanding or like trying to like you know see what what the bible predicts as the end times what islamically it predicts end times wise right like what does the you know the crazy guy on the street say over end times right like like all those different things are very interesting to me and i love that movies kind of take on that um theme and then play on what happens after like you know zombies and stuff like that that's like an apocalypse of some sort uh, I recently want to watch the, like, I recently, like, just, uh, found out, like, and remembered that I wanted to watch the, the Planet of the Apes trilogy, um, because I, I think that's a different type of apocalypse, uh, and it sounds really cool, and I want to, I want to go through it back and watch those, um, and I find myself enjoying those because, uh, of, like, how people react. And comparing it to how I've reacted in my dreams and stuff like that. And that's, and it's crazy because a lot of times you think that, you know, if anything bad were to happen, you'd be, you know, badass, whatever. But, you know, I know that Taha, according to my dreams, or at least in my head, um, would be a little, you know, unprepared and would be probably useless and would be very emotionally damaged. And uh, yeah, no, so because I, I, I feel like I've been through those experiences, which which sounds so weird, but like that's that's how I feel. So um, those, um, knowing that, I think it's, you know, good to be realistic and, and that's definitely helped me become more realistic as a person. Anyway, um, so the, that's kind of like, um, but I, I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to mention it because I think it's, um, it's, I think it's cool. And I don't talk to a lot of people about it. Uh, but you know, if you listen to this podcast, you get to hear it, you know, you get to hear, you get to hear the stuff I don't tell people. Um, and you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, and now I want to move on to a funny story. So, um, I have been trying to get my podcast on Apple podcasts for, I don't know how long, um, I'm so frustrated, uh, I recently got it up, so if you, like, go to my Anchor page, like, my main page where, so I use Anchor to record my podcast, because it's literally the easiest way for me, I don't have a lot of fancy stuff in my podcast, like music and stuff, but, uh, if I did, it would still be a lot easier to do it on Anchor, um, because it kind of just lets me do it, and then it posts it everywhere. Um, and that's convenient. So what happened with my Apple podcast is it got submitted. So here's the thing. It got submitted and it's been up 
but it didn't reflect the changes on my on my anchor account so i was having trouble submitting it so i contacted anchor support uh they um they told me that i needed to manually submit it so i tried manually submitting it and it wouldn't work because there's no um like it kept saying that like failed validation like and i looked at like i looked online and failed validation um means that your like your podcast doesn't meet the apple podcast requirement little did i know that failed validation also means that your podcast is already up on itunes so i'm literally doing this like because i work overnight so i had i had like three or four hours where i wasn't doing anything so three to four hours just trying to figure this out i didn't figure it i gave up i was like okay i'm gonna have to call anchor or like call itunes because anchor you know had basically told me we haven't been able to submit it you submit it and you know you'll be able to manage it that way i was like cool whatever um that's fine so i did it and um like it took first off it was just dumb uh, I finally figured it out and uh, I had to go look up my podcast and add the link manually because it wouldn't do it automatically. But that whole process was just annoying. And I realized that like, you know, whatever, it's it's just, you know, it's just a thing, but um, very annoying and very frustrating. Uh, but I got Apple Podcasts. And you know what they made and the whole AI for that for the Apple Podcast is dumb. And that's why I use Anchor. And anyways, I like always like I like Spotify better than Apple Music and Apple Podcasts and all the Apple stuff. So I highly recommend you get Spotify and uh, I highly recommend you get Spotify because Spotify is better. And Spotify had me verified and on the app and all my stuff searchable within like a week. Um, and Apple Podcasts did not. So, you know, like it's fine. I understand. Like, you know, I don't think it's anyone's fault. I think it's giant miscommunication, but I was so frustrated and I worked on that for way longer than I should have. Um, I could have been writing this podcast or whatever. Or not. So I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about my frustration. I'm going to talk about how uh, a lot of technology is so poorly designed. Um, and um, I understand like, you know, cost. I understand like, you know, like oversight and all this stuff. But, like, you know, like, if something is just not working out, like, the whole API for, like, uploading your own music, upload it, like, all that stuff is just dumb. It's redundant. The verification is clunky. It doesn't let you do anything. It, like, it's so, like, they, they use third-party services because their verification software fails your your validation but then doesn't tell you what's wrong. So you have to go and, and you'll probably notice that the logos change. The logos change because I needed it to change for, for Apple Podcasts. And the, you know, like it's I literally just went onto my phone and wrote it with like a pen, like, like, you know, not even like pen, like with my finger and I wrote up brain fart and it looks ugly and I like the old logo better and I think I, I think it'll be changed back by the time this podcast is up. Um, but yeah, so there was an ugly white logo and I hated it. And uh, now we have a new logo because I couldn't find the old one. Um, and I couldn't find the old one because I have it saved on my computer 
and uh, the new one looks better. Uh, and that's it. Uh, so yeah, that's that's why the logos changed. That's why if you watched the episode with, uh, if you saw another episode uh, with the white logo, that's why the white logo is there. But you know, I think it's cool. Um, this podcast is low budget. We don't have a budget. We, I, I sit here, I do some research, I, I, you know, I spend some time and I do it. But, um, if, uh, you know, if there's improvements to be made, I will make them down the line. Uh, including like audio recording. Cause I, I listen back to this audio recording to try to like figure out like what I need to do, uh, to make it better. And it's really hard. I don't have, I don't have uh, the setup right now. So, um, that's okay. Uh, you know what, you know, so, so that's, that's my apocalypse, right? The end of the world for me was, uh, Apple podcast. Uh, but that's okay. I got it verified. And then the last couple websites I had to go manually, um, submit some documentation and I should have done that earlier. Um, but that's okay because a lot of them were contingent on you having your podcast available on Apple podcast. So yeah. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. All of them are like working now. Uh, so you can listen to my podcast over wherever you listen to podcasts. And that's important because I want, uh, I want people to not have to have Spotify, not have to have Apple music, uh, to listen to my podcast. And it's, uh, it's cool. And I recently found out that they, they run like a, a thing, like, like a pre-roll anchor thing before my podcast. And I didn't know that. So I turned that off. Um, and then I also am like working on trying to get my podcast properly sorted. Uh, a lot of them have explicit content. So, uh, I had to go back and add that in. Um, so yeah, uh, you'll see some changes, uh, some organization. Uh, I've made this season one now because, uh, the first eight episodes that I did kind of as a tester of feeling it out, uh, I call that season zero and that's, that's how it goes. Um, yeah, so so uh, that that was my Apple Podcast experience, and uh, Jennifer Lawrence experience was good. Um, I wanna, dude, I wanna like record a podcast with famous people. I think that'd be sick. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no, that would be cool. That'd be cool. She seemed like a really nice person. She had like a, even had this like performance with her daughter uh, that was really. Uh, very nice. It is so hot. Holy, holy shh. It's hot. Um, and I keep getting, um, these calls from, uh, uh, from like, uh, you know, like those WestJet, um, things that are like, thank you for booking your reservation with WestJet. You have won an all, all expenses paid vacation to butt fuck wherever and you know like like all that shit and it's annoying and I don't like it and and the thing is is that even if you were a company and you're really doing that like it would never work people would all think you're fake so like you know there would be that one guy who falls for it but then as like it it'll be the real WestJet one time and uh yeah no it's it's raining crazy um and yeah so uh we can do a florida man review i don't have a story picked up but i can just look up florida man <laughs> um 
All right, we'll do the do the one from today, and I'm recording this on July eleventh. So yeah, um, Flor- Florida man bitten bit by a venomous snake. During the July 4th holiday, this venomous water moccasin bit a, resi- bit a resident within the cobblestone community. Uh, the snake was safely removed by, pol- by police department and the victim given anti-venom. It's currently snake bite season. <laughs> See, that's terrible. This is why I can't live in Florida. Um, snakes terrify me. You know, the fact they don't have legs and can move fast and, like, run, basically, is terrifying and shouldn't be a thing. Uh, and, yeah, so... Uh, yeah. It's crazy that the police department has, uh, like, materials to capture the snake. Um... Yeah. Holy. Uh, so you basically, they just, um, you, when, uh, when you have a snake bite, you're supposed to keep it below your heart, uh, and, uh, that you should look for medical attention immediately, uh, which makes sense. And, uh, I think this person's okay. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So, but that's crazy. You're gonna get bitten by a snake. Um, and that's why I don't live in Florida. And um, I don't, uh, you know, like snake bite season, April to October. So from April to October, you can't go through any tall grass or really just hang out outside because, you know, snake going to come by. Florida people are crazy because, um, well, because, you know, the whole Florida Man Review is a segment. It just just that in itself. But they also live in a place where there's like alligators which are scary and then you know like uh snakes and and both those things i can't deal with um only thing worse than alligators and snakes are spiders and no matter what anyone says spiders are the scariest shits that you'll ever see holy if i had the choice between getting bit by a snake and um getting bit by a spider, I'd pick the snake. Uh, and the only reason I say that is because uh, uh, David Delbert's vlog. And that time where Jason Jason Nash got bit by a snake. And if you haven't seen that, just go search that in. You'll find it. It's good. Um, and, uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, so Baby Raccoon got hit. Um, so I was watching, I was watching this video this morning, uh, from this guy I watch on YouTube called the Stradman. And, uh, so this guy's like 20, 20 mid twenties, uh, and owns two Lamborghinis, a Jeep Gladiator, uh, Ford Focus RS now. And, um, his Lamborghini Aventador, he's wrapped it like purple and has a full, like full kit on it, full carbon kit on it. And, uh, he recently got underglow, right? And, um, so, so he was telling the story of how his underglow got taken off and, uh, would you believe it? Uh, he ran over a raccoon and took off all of his underglow. So 
I, j- I just think it's crazy. I think when coincidence it is, coincidence happen like that, where, you know, like, I ran over a raccoon last night. His video, he ran over a raccoon. It's funny. Basically, the car I was driving was a Lamborghini, because they both ran over a, uh, a raccoon. And, uh, yeah, so, no, I just, I, I love when coincidences happen, because it's pretty awesome, and, uh, pretty crazy. Not, not hitting the raccoon, because, you know, that's sad, uh, but, uh, yeah, he was just telling the story, and so he only has one, one underglow left on, uh, like, one light left on, uh, his, his Lamborghini, uh, so he'll probably take that off, but, you know, Rest in peace, you know. And Stradman is probably an inspiration because the man is 20, 25, I think, and or 24, and uh, has two Lamborghinis, had an Audi R8, he sold it, bought a Ford Focus RS and uh, a Jeep Gladiator that's lifted, uh, and getting a 1,000 horsepower engine. So, like, um, you know, that's the dream. Uh you know, like, like, uh, I, w- I watched two, like, two YouTubers that are pretty much, like, polar opposite. It's, uh, him and then, uh, Adam LZ. Uh, they both kind of do, uh, similar things. Um, yeah. Also, the person who runs the Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, <laughs> uh, Twitter is hilarious. Um... And, uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Oh, yeah, so I was, I was responding to this thread on Twitter about, uh, the worst children's toy to step on. Um, and, uh, people were, like, talking about different, uh, objects. And, uh, my printer just turned on. Why? Turn off. Okay. Um... When people are talking about the worst children's toy to step on, and, uh, the first, the first object was, uh, uh, fighter jet. Uh, you know, like those, like, little metal fighter jets? You've probably seen them. They're, like, uh, the little metal ones, and they're, and they're annoying. And then this guy sent, um, this gif, and it made me laugh. It's, it's someone dropping a tub of Lego onto a treadmill, uh, while another guy is stepping on it, and, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's it, um, and, yeah, so, so, who is, uh, I responded to this guy's, uh, help, Michael Farsa, helping, okay, I don't know what he is, okay, regardless, he, he posted that, and he said, Lego, hands down, and, you know what, it, it's not even a meme, it's not, it's not even that we're just trying to be a meme, Legos are the worst thing to stand on, and if you disagree with that, you're done. That's it. Uh, and then everyone after that said Legos. Uh, and uh, yeah. And then yeah, it's funny that he said fighter jet, and then even he went back on later and said uh, Lego, and someone said marbles, and, um, I disagree, marbles are rounded, uh, if you step on them, it's just kind of hard, um, but yeah, so, yeah, so, so great, great thinking, very, 
Yeah, I want aliens come down. They ask us what we're working on as a species to better understand life and our purpose and better make our lives better. We're going to say, but have you stepped on a Lego, though? You know? And he's going to be like, no. And then he's going to step on a Lego and he's going to go, ow. And then, and then we're going to say, yeah. And that's it. Uh, but yeah, no, the, um, the, uh, Legos are the worst. Sorry, I'm just looking at this. Uh, yeah, and you guys should really follow my Twitter. It's good. It's, um, not the best content, but I retweet some stuff, you know? Uh, also that video of, um, uh, of uh, what's his Jake Gyllenhaal from the Spider-Man Far From Home uh, Twitter where he's just going like you know thumbs up you know and he's, he's wearing the hat <laughs> that that got me you know just the just the way the way okay so when you look it up you'll see uh, like his three thumbs you know and he just kind of bounces his thumb three times and it's, that's just you know how how do you do that how do you bounce your thumb three times like that and uh, be really cool. I also, um, I also like, uh, I talked to, um, I sent my, I sent my podcast suggestions to, uh, uh, Daniel and Jorge, uh, Daniel and Jorge explain the universe. Um, and they were, they liked my tweet and, uh, I, I can appreciate that because, uh, I wanted to learn more about entropy. And yeah. Where is it? Yeah. They liked my tweet. I don't know if they've um they're gonna respond to it. But yeah. Um I wanted to yeah, I have the tweet right here. So they, I wanted to learn more about the second law of thermodynamics, entropy and why the cyclic model could or could not work. So when I was uh when I was in grade twelve I, I had this model for the universe that I thought explained everything. And uh, basically, my, my theory was, is that we're moving through uh, a cyclic model that uh, is similar to a, um, like a, uh, like a simple wave, uh, but like a simple harmonic wave, where, um, okay, don't, don't mind the sounds, my printer's going a little crazy, I, turn off, can you turn off? What the hell? Okay, I don't know. It's it's having a seizure. Um, but basically, uh, I had this theory that the the universe was um, and basically the reason why we couldn't see past the Big Bang, or like you know we can't see the Big Bang, uh, like you know or the moment of creation, what happened before, is because time itself, um, started accelerating from that point with all matter and I had this whole model that was like you know acceleration and the great deceleration and everything is far apart and a different type of matter and then it all comes crashing back together and uh you know my theory didn't really make sense but it, you know like because because when you're when you're young you want to like have that um I don't know maybe maybe that's just me but I wanted to have that theory that like you know broke ground 
and I, I thought of the theory in my class and while, while I should have been doing work and I solved all the problems and science, you know, Nobel Peace Prize, boom, done, you know, Nobel Prize in science or whatever, right? Like I wanted, I wanted something like that. I wanted it to be like, you know, a complete fluke, like a completely weird idea that, you know, we should have thought of that was very simple and explained everything. And uh, so, yeah, no, my, my model didn't hold together, but uh, I, I did like, you know, learn a lot. I, I learned more through like my engineering classes about entropy and stuff. So I wanted to learn more about that. If you don't know anything about what I'm saying, um, check out Daniel and Jorge. They, uh, the reason I like their podcast is because you don't have to be a science person to get into it. It's very tough, complex concepts explained very simply and very interestingly. And they're, and they're two fun guys and one's a physics professor and one's an engineer and, you know, engineers are awesome. So, uh, yeah. Um, and that's it. Um, yeah no um I hope they I hope they do an episode on my on what, what I I've listened to a lot of their podcasts I love their I love their podcast and uh, it's a lot of fun so um yeah so I'm, I think I'm gonna end now I do have to get going uh, I know the podcasts have been weird lengths and some have been longer and some have been shorter and whatever not I'm just trying to figure out the the whole schedule um, I am still going to push for at least one in a I don't know, Sunday to Saturday week because that's my work week and that's kind of how I operate. So I'm going to try to have one every week. So um, make sure to follow the podcast. Uh, follow me on Twitter to know when uh, when the podcast goes live because it, it tweets out by automatically. And then I also tweet out when Spotify gets online, which is pretty much when uh, all the podcasts get updated. Um, so go check it out and, uh, you know, try to find me on Apple, Apple Podcasts. And if you can't, just go to the Anchor link, and uh, you can find all the links there. Um, and yeah, so uh, the the uh, uh, what's the Twitter handle uh, at the underscore real underscore Taha, and uh, you'll you'll find me. I'll, I'm gonna change that to the brain fart thing, but I'll change that probably a couple weeks. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the brain fat, brain fart pod is, uh, is a lot of fun and, um, we're having fun and I'm getting more like hyped about stuff on Twitter and trying to, trying to promote it more. Um, I want people to listen to this and have a good, good, uh, plan. Eventually I want this podcast. Like I know there are only a couple listeners per podcast right now, but, uh, when this podcast gets big enough, I want to, uh, pull suggestions of what you want me to talk about. Uh, and present and uh, I like doing a little bit of research and then kind of bullshitting the rest um, That's my that's my style. So if you uh, even if you you know, we're small but or tweet at me if you have any ideas or anything you want to talk about um, And uh, even if you want to be on the show We figured out uh, so that's all I got for today. Uh, it's um, episode three of brain fart and I'll uh, see you on episode four Bye